0: Welcome to Robin and Joa Save the World, One Book at a Time, a spoiler-free podcast sponsored by the good folks at Koros Books. That's Koros with a Q. Encore
1: episode. Hello everyone. I'm Joa.
0: And I'm Robin. Welcome to the Robin and Joa podcast. This is a very special episode. We have a guest, not just any guest friends. We have USA Today bestselling author Shalina McPherson with us.
2: Welcome Shalina. We're so excited to have you. Hello. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you for coming. We could not
0: be more <laughs> delighted. If friends, if you've been sleeping, if you've been living somewhere <laughs> in a deep coma, Shalina McPherson is the author of, ooh, friends, high stakes <laughs> romantic fantasy. There's the Dark Saints Academy series, the Witches of the Dam series, the Last Elentris series, and the upcoming new book, A Court mm-hmm. of Echoes. Not to mention Transform Your Life, but we'll get to that later. I was going to say, we got to get to that. Yeah, we have (laughs) got to get to that. Actually, why don't we start with that? (laughs) Hey, let's
2: transform our life first. Shalina, what do you think? How do you feel? That sounds good. (laughs) 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 So yeah, that's my only nonfiction book that I have written, Transform Your Life, 365 Degrees. It's a beautiful book.
1: I love self-help, by the way. So thank you. Please let us know. What is
2: it about? So it's more of an activity book that is self-development. So I called it Transform Your Life 365 Degrees, just for the play of the fact that there's 365 days in a year. And so every day there's something either new to do, new to write, or I ask you a question. So for instance, some of them are like light like funny questions. Like if your life was a movie, what would you call it? Uh, who would start oh, in it nice. just to like get your imagination going sort of thing. And then um, I don't know if you've seen those things you probably have what's like the first three words you see are your like message for the day or whatever. So there's stuff like that. And I then love some of those it is, tests. Um, just write about your day or like write what you can see in your environment. You know, what can you hear in your environment? So yeah, every day I try to give something different for you to do for the year and just to help you love yourself more, like write three things you like about yourself physically then write three things you like about yourself, like, and your talents and stuff like that. And that's how it goes for the year. And then, yeah, hopefully you transform your life. <laughs> I love it. When, when is it,
1: when does it go out on sale? When does it go into the world?
2: So it released, I released it, um, I think about two years ago, so it's out there in the world already, but to be honest, I do not promote it very much, (laughs) it was more something I did for me, because I wanted something like that, and I was like, there's no books like it, so I'm going to write it, so I did it, and then I, you know, did the book myself day by day, and then I thought that was really fun, so I just continued to put it out there, so yeah, it's been out for about two years, Yeah.
0: It's beautiful too. It's beautiful. It's filled with good energy, and there's just something genuine about it where you know that it's from the heart. It's really, it's lovely, Shalina. It's really oh, thank a beautiful you so book. much.
2: Thank you. I'm yes, definitely checking something. it out. Oh, great! That would be amazing. Yeah, it's really thick. I will warn you. <laughs> a lot of pages but yeah hopefully like yeah you feel transformed by the end of it like I just it really helped me in the mornings I would write in it and it helped me connect with myself and you know what I wanted to say what I wanted to do and it kind of directed my thoughts so it was like think about this and think about this and then write this and yeah so it was a very good handy tool it's also
0: it's also nice for a pattern interrupt like you know, if you're kind of in a cranky mood or something yeah. <laughs> um, to just kind of pick it up. Uh, maybe that's just me.
2: <laughs> no, it's true, though. Yeah, it's, it helps you direct your thoughts. So no matter what you're thinking about, it's like, well, now think about this. <laughs> and that's, I like yeah, kind of what I was going for.
1: I like that it it pushes one to self-love. It's like think yes. of three things, right? For example, that you love about yes. yourself. Yeah. And that that is lovely. Um, yeah, I think that's, sometimes we our worst, going for. yeah, our worst judge, uh, judger, or we, we put our, our worst judgment on ourselves. So I think that's really good.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, we do. We judge ourselves too harshly. I think sometimes.
1: Yes. So true.
2: Yeah. So I thought, let me do something that makes you think of positive things about yourself and positive messages for the day and stuff like that.
0: Yes. That's, I love that. Yeah. Shalina, tell the people, People may not realize Shalina is very humble. And again, we're yeah. speaking with Shalina McPherson, but when you go to Amazon to buy her books, they are under S, the initial S McPh- McPherson, yeah. which is also her Instagram handle, friends at S McPherson. Shalina, we're sitting down, mm-hmm. we're taking a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how many books you have written.
2: Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing the math on my hand. Uh, okay. So I know I've written 12 novels and then there is the transform your life and then two children's books. So that is a total of 15 books so Jesus.
1: far. Okay. Yes.
2: And then I'm working on the next one, which comes out in February. Ah! Yes. Yes. So- yes. A
0: court of echoes. <laughs> Tell us about a court of echoes, which will be gifted to the world in February.
2: It will. I'm so excited. I actually sent it the better copy to my better readers yesterday. So I will be getting their feedback hopefully in a few months of what they think of it. And then I will be making it final. I'm <laughs> excited. Uh... <laughs>
1: oh my God. What's the premise? Yeah. What is it? What is it about? What, what can we look forward okay, to?
2: So yeah. So A Court of Echoes, it's a trilogy. It's going to be a trilogy. And the first book is called Echoes of the Crown. And it's the story of a princess who is exiled from her world beyond the Bermuda Triangle and forced into our world. And she doesn't remember who she is or how she got there. And she's got powers and she doesn't know how she's got them. And she's also been cursed when she's banished from her world and basically is wondering who she is and basically ultimately goes on a quest to try and uncover the truth and break the curse because it's ruining everything. It takes, you know, everyone she loves is taken away from her but she doesn't understand what is going on so she just goes on this quest to uncover the truth and find her way back to her actual world where she belongs and of course there's a love interest and he may or may not be in the same boat as her but they don't get along of course they don't get along (laughs) so there's the uh, enemies to lovers dynamic yes
1: I was gonna say enemy to lovers oh yes
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite tropes (laughs) Same, same so there's that yeah so there's that and then yeah the basic the trilogy will follow her trying to find her way back in who she is and uncover all that
1: and deal with her powers
2: that she doesn't understand god
1: <laughs> i love a good quest that that yes. sounds really good
2: yes and i thought royalty as well like lost uh-huh. royalty, memory loss <laughs> yeah now is but that why
1: is that why you're wearing those fancy dresses on your instagram Yes. Well, yes and no. Basically, I just love dressing up. Okay. <laughs> and, and I love you but to also dress up because too. It ties that in, is amazing. yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah. And then also because it ties in so well with fantasy. And then of course, yes, I'm working on Echoes of the Crown, who's princess and royalty. So it just everything just ties in really well with that one. So yeah, I have my nice crowns and my princess yes. dresses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little yes. cosplay every now and then
1: yes nothing wrong with that i've gone to yeah. comic con and it, it's uh, precious i love that
2: right yeah so much fun yes yes i went yes. to the one in
1: london it was very fun i enjoyed oh, it oh amazing a lot. oh
2: that's so nice yeah,
1: yeah. and you look fantastic by the way
2: oh thank you <laughs> uh, yeah i do the ones here in dubai i've not done one in london or america which looks like oh. those two look amazing yes and you wear yeah. your fancy <laughs> dresses when you go over there i did yes <laughs> Yeah, it's really nice. Some people go all out, so that's really nice. And they do their makeup and just look completely different, like aliens and things. I'm like, what is this? Yes, yes. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you have the most beautiful photo shoots. I mean, your photo shoots, Shalina, are like ah. professional level and breathtaking. I mean, oh, that's so kind of you. How do you how do you do that? I don't even know the question to ask. How? What?
1: How? <laughs>
2: you're gonna laugh so usually um they're just with a curtain so a curtain behind me and I've luckily got a green curtain so I normally just have that curtain you know pulled across and I stand in front of it with my camera and my tripod stand and then you know snap a few pictures on self-timer of course doing ridiculous poses with chairs and trying to balance and all these (laughs) silly things and then the main process happens during Photoshop where I then try to hide the chair and hide the broom and all these things. But yes, it's, it's fun. The shoot itself is fun. And then the Photoshop is where the real work begins.
1: That's <laughs> so Photoshop. savvy.
0: How did you become such a Photoshop pro? Mm-hmm.
2: I actually taught myself and I remember there was a time I thought I would never learn. I was convinced. I was like, this is impossible. How does one do this? And it was actually my friend who was just like, no, no, like, See, you just have to delete this. You just have to do that. And you'll get there. And I did eventually. I mean, there's still so much more to learn, but I've got there to, to a level that I'm happy with. <laughs> You're really is, humble.
1: Photoshop is really tough to learn. It's so. very
2: detailed. Yeah, there yes. were so many things. I watched so many YouTube videos and
1: yeah, same. so
2: many articles. But yeah, it was insane.
1: Same. I, I watch only five and I gave up because patience is not my strong suit. And uh, <laughs> so that's why my pictures are not to your level. But uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> They're <lucky>. I mean, <laughs> but it is It's insane. But now Canva is apparently doing a lot that Photoshop does, but much easier. So now a lot of people I know are using Canva and I'm like, what? I just... <laughs> what? Wait, yes. Yeah, say that again. What was that? Canva? Canva.com. Canva yes oh that's the one that i use yeah 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 yes there you go yes (laughs) yeah so easy that's a lot of the stuff and it's exactly so much easier and i'm like well now i learned photoshop so i'm gonna keep using it
1: (laughs) all that effort yeah yeah no maintain that skill Shalina. maintain
2: it yeah i'm gonna keep it up Okay, yeah. That, so that's pretty much how it's done. And then, if I'm lucky, if my friend, the same friend that encouraged me with Photoshop, if I'm lucky, he'll get a few hours free, but probably just once a year. And then we went like once we went to the desert, and we've been to the park, and then he does a shoot for me there as well. Ooh, so yeah, that was fancy! Fun. And then I don't need Photoshop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because everything is there. Everything is natural. Everything is there. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. So that's really good as well. Sorry,
0: this the park this year. <laughs> I you love did- your desert. Your desert photo shoots are amazing. Same. Oh,
2: thank you. Yeah, that was so nice. The desert was just amazing. It's just natural. It's just sitting there. It's just sand dunes and pretty. And then the sunset. I was like, this is great. No Photoshop needed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so cool. That is awesome. It's awesome to learn more about Dubai too, as I follow you on Instagram. It's very yeah. interesting to me.
2: Yeah, well, now they have this big event called the Expo. Have you heard of it? No. No. It's, it's, yeah, so it's, uh, it's Expo 2020 because it was supposed to be last year. But then there was COVID. So that it didn't happen last year. But they've maintained the name of Expo 2020. But it's a very big event that happens every five years at different parts of the world. And the first one was like in 18th century sometime. Wow. I know. It's insane. And they discover new things. So apparently uh, ketchup was discovered there. Really? So, like they came to catch up and... in. i sorry, what did you say? No, I'm saying, really, they discovered ketchup. Oh, this is something I'm learning right now. I know. Yes. And there's something else, something with the Eiffel Tower, I feel, or something with Paris. I cannot remember. But yeah, so every five years they do it in different countries around the world. And it's really big. And people come and introduce their new foods or their new technology or something like that so yeah it's finally come to Dubai so yes definitely looking forward to exploring that a bit more and seeing exactly what it is
1: <laughs> Ooh. and share with us on Instagram because yeah
2: yes definitely. I'm following <laughs> yeah 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 definitely I will
0: <laughs> let us live vicariously some of us are still in the house with the, the pandemic are you still not allowed,
2: we- allowed out
0: uh we are technically allowed out, but uh, restrictions are uh-huh. slowly creeping back in because uh-huh. our numbers are, you know, our numbers are going up. But anyway, anyway, yeah. Shalina, we're here anyway. to talk about you. So <laughs> I'm very curious because you seem, you know, from the outside looking in, maybe this isn't mm-hmm. accurate, so please correct me if it's not. You seem to be quite a prolific writer, quite a prolific author, really. And I'm very curious if you can tell us about your writing process, about your inspiration, about you've given me some wonderful hints, by the way, behind the scenes that I really appreciate. Oh, Um, brilliant. But I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how you handle the business of authorship. Because one thing people may not realize Mm. is you're kind of a perfect storm. You're that rare gem who's good at both (laughs) sides, who's good at writing And marketing. Ooh, marketing, Mm. yuck. So (laughs) how do you handle the business of writing? Tell us your secrets. Teach us, Shalina, teach
2: us. (laughs) Well, you're going to laugh because as everyone who starts out, I was not very knowledgeable at all. So when I first began, I actually published my children's book. That was the first book I ever published. And that was probably about eight or nine years ago because I was just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to publish a book. And that was because I was teaching at the time and the kids in my class wanted a story and then I made up a story and they really liked it. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I can like, you know, move children with my my stories. This is great. So then I decided to draw for it and they love the illustration. So then I just decided to publish it, just put it out there and, you know, told my parents and, you know, my friends and whatever, but didn't really tell anybody. But I told the people at work, of course, the kids in my class. So then that went really well because I had a ready market waiting. I was like oh this is great I'm gonna do a novel so then about three years later finally I did a novel so this was probably about six years ago but I did it the same way I just put it out there thinking oh yes I've told my parents I've told my friends (laughs) and it's gonna be great but there was no ready market because I did not have a school full of children for that book so uh yeah so it took a while but by then I was already committed to the series I wanted to tell the characters stories So for the first six books that I wrote, which was one series over, I think that was about over four years, I didn't master the marketing. That was where I was really learning how it all worked and then learning like what I should have done before I released the first book in that series. Like the pre-marketing, the, you know, testing the market, what the market actually want to read, all of that stuff I learned whilst publishing the first series. So the first six book series, I keep saying one day I'm going to go back and give it its best chance because I definitely did not do that when I first released it because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) But then thanks to that series, I did make connections. I did start to build up a following slowly but surely. And then when it came time to doing my second series, which is Dark Saints Academy, and that was in 2019. So for about four years, I was just working on this one other series and learning the market. And now in 2019, I finally understood how it all works and kind of put my social media together with a bit more marketing mind in in mind. So then it was more like, okay, you need quotes for your book. You need to show the cover. You need to show how excited you are. You know, it doesn't have to be a secret. And and also like, okay, who would be interested in this? Make sure like, what would you like to see to get you interested in this? And then like put that onto the audience and stuff like that. So then I started interacting more on social media. Uh, Facebook groups as well are really great. Newsletter swaps, building up my newsletter. That was all stuff that I learned along the way of the first series. So now I'm trying (laughs) to do it better with the next few books. So, so far, so good. It's definitely paying off. Um, And yeah, I found also releasing faster. So I think with my first series, I think I released the first book. And then the next book was maybe a year later. And then the next book was maybe a year after that. And then that's when I learned, oh, faster. So then I started doing it maybe like every five months and now I'm trying to get it down to four months and I that seems to be manageable I don't believe I could ever do it less than four months
0: wait you release a new book every four months
2: I (laughs) tried I try but that has just been since 2019. that's just been for the last oh
0: oh, that's just been
2: (laughs) (laughs) I try I try but no but actually no I did I did Dark Saints Academy 2019 to 2020 and then I did the Scarlet Court or actually which is the damn official title then I did that from 2020 to 2021 now and now I'm taking a bit of a break and doing like a long launch strategy with the new one that's coming out in February so I've taken about six months or seven months so far now for that one and it'll be about nine months by the time the new series is released but then with that one as well I'm hoping to release every four months but I'm taking mm-hmm. this time to kind of, you know, plot it all out and get it kind of done, but roughly done. And then hopefully, when I launch, I can just be tweaking it and perfecting it. And yeah, so it's a long game now. So <laughs> Selena, what does
1: the oh? I have a question for her real quick. Go ahead. What does the long launch um, strategy
2: entails? So the long launch strategy is also something that I believe works because of Amazon. So Amazon used to have a strategy. Well, you could put your book on pre-order three months before, and then people would order it before the book's even out, and you could be promoting it before you've even finished it. And that seemed great. But then Amazon changed its launch, like pre-order, to one year in advance. So Mm -hmm. I was like, if Amazon's changed it, then clearly it's noticed the benefit with a longer pre-order, et cetera, et cetera. So course started doing the research, jack of all trades, started doing the research, asking around in groups, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, people found that the longer they have the book out, the more hype they create, and then you, you get the reader at the time you're working on the book. So they're excited. They order it. And then they might even forget that they've ordered it. And then a year later, they get the book. They're like, oh, great. Let me read this book. So yeah, it seems like the long strategy could be the way to go to launch the series and then release it rapidly or not rapidly, but as fast ah, as you can. And then go that back to back to easy. back. Yeah. Ah, yeah. OK. And wow. then take another long time whilst new readers are discovering your old books to do the long strategy again but they feel like they're getting it in that moment because it's on order. So they can order it straight away. So that's that's what I'm trying now, yes. So, so far it is working though. I'm definitely seeing pre-orders coming in. And like I said, I only sent the book to the better readers yesterday. So yeah, but there's orders coming in. So fingers crossed it does pay off. And then that could be the new strategy that I try.
1: Oh yes, we'll be here cheering you on. Thank you. <laughs> I'm
2: like,
0: I'm so impressed. I, I'm totally so impressed. I've actually taken some scribble notes here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Shalina, I have a wee idea. Just see what mm-hmm. you think about this. Um, you clearly have a grasp of a lot of concepts that many mm-hmm. of us in the writing community hear about, but don't quite understand how to fully employ. Mm-hmm. And so... as a little marketing strategy for you and a big help for me, (laughs) for everyone, obviously, I'm talking for everyone. Would you ever consider writing, and I'm very serious about this, writing a nonfiction book about writing and marketing? Because here's why.
2: Mm. I find
0: a lot of books about, you know, craft books about writing. yeah, And I find a lot of books about author marketing. But I feel like you could have the best of both worlds in a way that writers Mm. could really relate to and understand and would
2: have meaning and, and that I would really appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? You know, it's funny. I actually have something called writer's wonderland again, (gasps) jack of all trades, but that's something that I started and now have kind of stopped because I I didn't, again, I just didn't put enough time into it, but uh, yeah, it's actually on Instagram called writer's wonderland. 2020, I believe, because it was during the pandemic, you know, we're in lockdown. I was like, let me do something. So that's got a few uh, tips and tricks on it. And I put together like a blurb formula and I can't remember what else I did. I did a few things, but it's definitely not as in-depth. I could probably, yes, definitely put together a book that goes more in-depth into the launch and the marketing. I think for me, what it is, is that I still feel like I'm learning. So I feel like I can't yet say what works, but I am discovering things that work better than what doesn't work. Mm-hmm.
0: even yes. better even better though shalina because then you can put out the first edition with what you know now and Ooh. in a year or two you can put out a second updated and and hype it like it's a whole new release which it would be because it is updated it would be with you i'm yeah, really pushing be, yeah. you here aren't i <laughs> i
2: it's want not this a bad idea. <laughs> no pressure it's, it's not a bad idea
1: no pressure
2: at all but um I probably could. I probably could. Based on what I've already done with Writer's Wonderland, I probably could put more together. And like I say, now I'm trying this longer strategy. So maybe, yeah, maybe once I see how this goes, I can then compare it to, well, obviously, not marketing doesn't work, but I can then compare it to my other strategy of rapid release with a shorter pre order and the longer pre order. I could kind of do that and see what marketing platforms work. And yeah. That's definitely something I could look at. Yeah, maybe next year once I see hmm, how this one goes.
0: Yeah, and it would bring your work to a, a whole new group of people who would find mm-hmm. you this way. And then anyway, too much hey. pressure. I'm very sorry.
2: <laughs> no, that was very interesting. Thought. I always believe in signs from the universe. So you saying that could be the universe talking to me. Ooh, right? It yeah, be yeah, telling me.
1: Yeah, it's a sign. I like it.
0: <laughs> I like
1: it.
2: Yeah, so, you never know.
0: <laughs> you never know. I can't believe you've only been... Writing for eight or nine years—that is even more compelling. This this is fascinating. Do you feel like writing is your is your calling, Shalina, or do you feel like it's a hobby? How does writing look for you—hobby, calling, career?
2: So I think it is it is me. If that makes any sense, like for from like when I was three, I think my mom said I started writing when I was really young. And I think I was about three, maybe four, and I was writing poems and uh, and just really loved the whole art of writing. And then I fell in love with scripts. So I wanted to be a script writer when I was like seven years old, <laughs> like for the longest time. <laughs> I wanted to be a script writer. I love dialogue. I love like back and forth and quips and stuff. So I fell in love with that. And then I kept writing scripts, but then I, of course, I wanted to be the next fiance. So then I started writing songs, <laughs> so <laughs> the whole process. But then I think I was probably... 16 When I got my first story idea. And then again, that was more for me. Then it was definitely a hobby and I just wrote it and it was like an underwater world. I mean, I still really like the story and maybe one. But yeah, then I just started writing for fun. So then it was books and scripts. And I wanted to go to the New York Film Academy. And I think we just couldn't afford it at the time. So I didn't end up going there. So then I just thought, okay, well, that children's book, let me do that. So then I went on to the children's book. And now, yeah, I do it like I do it for fun. So people often say, like, oh, how do you find the time to fit it in? And I'm like, well, I do it when I'm not doing other things. This is what I do for fun. Like, <laughs> So yes, yeah, so I think it, it's just, it's me. And I think now that I saw that you can make a career out of it, that you can actually you know, be successful at it. I think probably since 2019, when I was like, okay, let me try a strategy that might work. Then I'm like, now I'm like, okay, you know, I want to do this as a job. This is this is what I want to do for life. And then you can travel, you, know, you can do all these fun things while still mm-hmm. doing what I do for fun. So, yeah, I think now it, I'm seeing it as a career, but before it was more like, well, this is fun. I can entertain people. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, let's see what happens and let's make it happen.
1: <laughs> I love that. Hey, yeah. and I am on your Instagram right about now and I've been oh, yeah. scouring it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I just got to say, I, I love like the the details that you put into it and then the dressing up, like we said before. And uh, for yeah. me, it's very regal and it's almost like you're telling a story. So, oh, fantastic! you know, yeah. So it's like when we go through marketing and then what you discuss when it comes to marketing, it's almost mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's intuitive for you or if you just just from everything that you have learned thus far, that it just is yeah. becoming um, almost second nature to kind of to run your Instagram this way. And when you say that I you do it, it for fun, it's like, really? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. This is really good. Is, <laughs> I think what it is is that I I like different things. I find that I get bored quite easily. So I remember I was only doing photos for a while. And then I was like, I don't want to do just photos. And then I was doing photos and videos. Like, well, this is more fun. And then they introduced reels. And I was like, well, this is more fun. <laughs> so then I think I just wanted to introduce all the things. And then I wanted pictures of me being me normal. And then I wanted like the fun fantasy pictures. And then I, of course I learned Photoshop. So then I wanted to use Photoshop <laughs> So yeah, and then of course, promoting other authors. Then I was like, okay, well, now I want to use Photoshop to help promote other authors. So I think it was just, I like to mix it up. And now I've kind of just got into a system. Like I know, for instance, okay, on a Monday, I think I'm going to post a picture of me, whether it's fantasy or not, I don't know, but I'll post a picture of me. And then I know like Wednesday, there's like the writer community. So we do Wednesday snippets. So I know Wednesday I'm going to do a snippet from the book. Yeah, so that's really good. And then Saturdays are usually self-promo Saturdays, but I also use it just to shout out any author just to promote any author so then saturdays i know i'm going to do a promotional post of me or another author and then i think i've got another one as well oh yeah thursdays i tend to do reels on thursdays again just because it seems to fit and then and now i think i just got into like a habit of this because i want to do all the things but you can't do all the things all the time so i'm <laughs> like okay we, these things need a day uh, so yeah but obviously i don't always stick to it but yeah i try i try And I want people to like get a nice experience, you know, when they come to the page, like to feel like what is this page offering? Okay, great.
1: Yes. Yes. Cause that's what I was going to say. I follow you and I, and I've been Mm -hmm. following you for a while and it's, it brings a smile. It makes me want to look into it more. Um, definitely when it comes to the dresses, I'm like, yes, let's, let's talk fashion. You know, let me look at fashion. You know, that's like, that always draws me in. So that's why I like your Instagram so much. So when I heard that we were interviewing you. I was like, yes, yes, the regal, you know, the regal Instagram lady. Yes. Let's interview her. You know, so so. I'm
2: so silly. I love how I look regal.
1: (laughs) It's regal. I mean, it's working. Whatever it is that you're doing, it's working. Yeah. Because this is lovely.
2: Are you on TikTok as well? I am, but I haven't, I haven't gone into that properly. I thought I could definitely do more on TikTok, but I, I do have it. And I do like see what other people are doing. And I posted it a few times, but I, that's probably going to be my next project.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking, so I've seen some, and since you're very good at marketing, I was thinking, have you seen the ones where the authors, they play their characters and then they tell a story that way. And then the book comes out at the end. Have you seen Ooh, those? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Is that on TikTok? Yes, on TikTok. And um, according to uh, what I heard from some other authors, it it seems like it sells books because you are portraying your character. Yeah. And you're doing a line from your book and then.
2: Yeah.
1: um, Yeah. And I I think your books will fit that, you know, that type of marketing campaign in TikTok because, you know, you, you have all that drama in there, the quests and then the the lovers and you know all that stuff (laughs) that draws people in you know
2: it does yes amazing thank you for that tip I will definitely go and check that out I've seen like I've seen people do like the aesthetic boards and the videos that Mm -hmm. change but no I haven't seen them acting it out that sounds really fun as well
1: yes I think you're the perfect fit for that but no pressure no No pressure pressure. I'll
2: just write a book on marketing (laughs) and writing and I'll go to TikTok (laughs) and do all the acting That's a great tip. No, I'll definitely look into it because that sounds something that I would like to do. Like sounds yeah. Like really fun. Yeah. yeah, great.
1: And I have I have a, a curious question to ask you
2: mm-hmm. because it's
1: something that we've talked about before on the podcast. Are you a pantser or are you a plotter?
2: So I'm definitely a plotter and that's probably one of my favorite parts of the writing process, but it very, very often veers off from the plot. Like 90% of the time I will veer off, but I'll have a, an aim of where I want to go. And usually the ending stays the same. So the beginning will be the same. The ending will be the same, but the middle very often the goes middle, off of right? where I want it to go. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be like, let's go this way. And the character's are like, no, no, we're going this way. And I'm like, no, we're going this way. And it doesn't always work. So 90% of the time I have a very loose middle, like I'll still plan it, but very often it changes. But I still just like to have an idea just in case.
1: Yes, yes. So, do you tend to overwrite or underwrite when you're drafting your your manuscript?
2: I think I tend to overwrite. Like on Echoes of the Crown just now, I've deleted thirty thousand words or forty thousand words, and oh I God. still had ninety thousand words left. And I was like, okay, we can take these words out.
1: Oh Did <laughs> I that just I break your it heart?
2: Doing that it though? broke my heart. It broke my heart. <laughs> But what I've learned is that I tend to use the same, like I'll use that scene that I've cut out in a different book or later on down the line. Yes. So hopefully I can use it somewhere else. So Ooh, I can so save, okay. yeah, save them in a file. Okay. file. That's what I was going to ask. So you save your deleted scenes. That is good. Yes. Yes. And then either I use it in the same series or I use it in a completely different series, different characters. But I try to use them. So I'm like, that's so many words. That's like a whole other book. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But definitely like the plots. I find that would be fun. Like just imagining it all, even if it doesn't go that way. (laughs) I have
0: never been more inspired to go write, Joa. I don't know about you. I know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) No, me
1: too. I'm I'm asking her all these questions and mentally taking notes because I'm like, this is, yeah, this is, we need to know these things, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think my biggest tip would be write something that you find fun to write but then also something that, you know, people want to read because that would, that's what I would say would be my first mistake with my first series is that it was really fun to write and I loved it. And people that do read it, enjoy it, but it's not necessarily something that's easy to market because they don't really know anything like it. So it's not like, Oh, it's like, you know, a quarter of thorns and of roses meets this. It's, just, it's not known. So yeah, definitely write something that you can market easily, but that you enjoy writing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a hybrid of, of, of marketing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like if you can say something meets something and people understand, that's probably your easiest tool.
1: Yeah, I'm which I'm still you, learning. You're such a great teacher though. And I hope you know this about yourself. Like the way that you explain things yeah. makes sense. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: I'm glad. That's good. I know my kids in the in the class, I teach them the class. I know they like me. Ah!
1: They probably think you're the best teacher in the whole wide world, huh? They get you nice <laughs> presents during teacher. Is that something that they, they
2: do? They do. They do. Yeah. We had teacher's day actually last week, I think it was. So I got lots of like homemade foods, which is very nice. Lots of cookies and biscuits and yeah, some flowers. That yes. was very nice. <laughs> oh,
1: do you mind asking uh, me, asking you, what do you guys, what
2: do you teach? So I teach early years. So they go from like one year old to four years old and mine are three. My age is three to four. it's like they're very early like you know alphabet numbers colors shapes that kind of stuff
1: and do you guys dress up in the classroom
2: absolutely absolutely (laughs) and Halloween's coming up and we can't wait
1: what are you gonna be what are you gonna be for Halloween I think I
2: think a witch I think Ah, a witch I've got I've got a nice pointy hat and a green wig so yeah stockings with like brooms on them yeah nice (laughs) nice together yes But I've got to be a friendly witch, though, because we don't want to scare the children. But yeah. Yes. No, of course not. Yeah. We cannot <laughs> yes, be yes. too
0: scary. <laughs> well, Shalina, we have tremendously enjoyed talking to you today. And I have learned, I have more notes here than <laughs> probably I had notes in the beginning. This is amazing. Thank you for all your wisdom. I do hope you will think about writing that book. And, Joa, we are going to have a reputation as giving people who, come on, homework. So we got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, you can find Shalina McPherson and her beautiful books at S McPherson on Instagram and yeah, on Amazon at S McPherson. Mm-hmm. Check them all out, Transform Your Life, The Last interest series and upcoming A Court of Echoes. Talk to you soon everybody. <laughs> this has been the Robin and Joa podcast. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>